0: All right, let's gather back in, get ready for our second service. Hallelujah. The only announcement uh, that I have is uh, what Pastor had said this morning in the first service is that there will not be a Bible study service here uh, on Wednesday. Uh, due to our minister's conference. And also a reminder that today is the last day to give for Save Our Children. If you haven't given, please do so today. If you have and you, it's on your heart to give more, go and do that. Hallelujah. Let's praise. Hallelujah. Let's praise. Let's praise. Let's praise the Lord. Let's praise. Let's praise. Let's praise the Lord. He brought me out and set me free from this old world of misery. Let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Come on, let's praise, let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise praise the Lord. He brought me out and set me free from this old world of misery. Let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Come on, let's praise, let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise praise the Lord. He brought me out and set me free from this old world of misery. Let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise praise the Lord. He brought me out and set me free from this old world of misery. Let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Let's praise, let's praise, let's praise praise the Lord. He brought me out and set me free from this old world of misery. Let's praise, let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's do that. Let's praise Him. He is great and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah. He brought me out from a miry clay. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your many blessings. Thank you for your provisions and your protection. Hallelujah. You are worthy of the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As I journey through the land, singing as I go, pointing souls to Calvary, To the crimson flow, many arrows pierce my soul from without within. But my Lord leads me on, through him I must win. Oh, I want to see him, look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When in service for my Lord, dark may be the night. But I'll cling more close to him, he will give me light. Satan's snares may vex my soul, turn my thoughts aside. But my Lord goes ahead, leads where there be tide. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When in valleys low I look toward the mountain heights. And behold my savior there leading in the fight with a tender hand outstretched toward the valley low. Guiding me, I can't see as I onward go. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When before me billows rise from the mighty deep. Then my Lord directs my bark, he doth safely keep, and he leads me gently on through this world below. He's a real friend to me, oh, I love him so. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of His saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. Oh, I want to see Him, look upon His face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. Oh, I want to see him look upon his face. There to sing forever of His saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. Hallelujah. I can't wait for that day when I can see you face to face, Jesus standing in your presence hallelujah oh i humbly bow before you lord thank you jesus i am in awe of your presence hallelujah jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh longing for that day lord hallelujah oh lord where we can spend eternity with you Lord, worshiping and magnifying your name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't wait for that day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as so Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you walking daily by the Savior's side? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Do you rest each moment in the crucified? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? When the bridegroom cometh, will your robes be white? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? So be ready for the mansion's bride and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin, and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean, Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb.
1: Praise God. Let's worship Jesus, can we? He's worthy. Hallelujah, Jesus. You're worthy of our worship. You're worthy of our praise. You have done all things for us. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's an awesome God. He's worthy of worship. He's worthy of praise. He's worthy to receive all glory and all honor. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You're the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the one who purchased victory for us. You are the one who delivered us from our sins, from the bondage of sin and death, into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. What an awesome God we serve this morning. What a glorious savior we serve today. Amen, amen. He is forever and altogether worthy of our worship, of our praise. Whatever he asks, he's worthy. Amen. I can't I don't have the the time left on this planet to describe adequately the deficit between what God has given me and what I have given him. If you don't feel that way yourself, you don't understand what he did. You don't understand what salvation is. I'm not saying I understand it completely, I get a better understanding every day what God did for me. The more I understand, the more I marvel and wonder at the goodness of my God, what He did at Calvary. Praise God. <clears throat> Psalm 47. I'm going to read the whole chapter, all nine verses. <laughs> Psalm chapter 47. The psalmist is declaring unto us this: "O, clap your hands, all ye people, shout unto God with a voice of triumph, for the Lord most High is terrible." He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob whom he loved. Selah. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of His holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together. Even the people of the God of Abraham, for the seals of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. We'll be talking for a few minutes on this topic. We are always victorious. We are always victorious. we can pray one more time and ask God to bless His service today. Jesus, We worship and we praise You. We understand that You are a God of holiness and justice and righteousness and a God of mercy and love and compassion and grace. We worship You, Lord. We worship all of You. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank You, Lord, for all that You've done. And we will rejoice this morning in the God of our salvation. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. We worship and we praise You today. all these things we pray in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I don't know why I do things like this, but this is just me. Uh, I like to explain things. I like to explain where I'm coming from. And so, indulge me for just a moment. Okay. I'll do it that way. Before I was a parent, you know, most most people, most married couples before their parents, they're always the best parent. They know how to parent. They know how to take care of the kids and (laughs) not making that mistake. Yeah, my kids aren't going to be like that. I was a little bit, we were a little bit older when we got married, so uh, maybe I was a little bit wiser. I didn't think that per se, but I wanted to get there. So, knowing that I hadn't been a parent yet, I started reading books on the topic. I started asking other parents, tell me about being a parent. And so, by the time we finally had our first child, I felt I was at least as prepared as I could be. <clears throat> I felt pretty good about it. Of course, <laughs> all that work was, I wouldn't say it was wasted. I mean, I'm sure there was some benefit to it. But uh it just didn't work out the way the book said it would. And it, it just, it was different Somehow. <laughs> Maybe I was, it was unique for us. (laughs) But in any case, I kind of, I learned a lot of things, had to relearn some things that I thought I knew, and uh, so I, uh, now, uh, now that I probably know how to be a good parent, it's too late. Uh, The kids are growing up and largely gone, so. I guess that's how it works. I'll be a good grandparent. <laughs> that, that's a good point. <sighs> Hopefully easier. <laughs> anyway. I say that to say this. When I first got in church, I heard a lot of messages, a lot of sermons about worship and praise and and I understood the concept. I understood the importance, but the way they were presented to me seemed like, yeah, I'll just be honest. It seemed like the preachers were trying to get a reaction from the audience, and it seemed like, you know, they were, like uh, Brother Jeff Arnold says, "Here's your candy stick," you know, <clears throat> and uh, and I. I didn't really appreciate that. Okay, eh, just being honest. And um, maybe it's my personality. I like I like things with more substance. I like I like meat and potatoes. Uh, I don't like a lot of fluff and foam. And and desserts are nice in small portions. I just don't. Uh, I get sweeted out real quick. In the natural and in the spiritual, and so. So these these rah rah uh get motivated, get excited messages. I always knew we had to worship God, and I always did worship God, and I always felt like I connected with God in worship. But but the boisterous running around the aisles and and, and jumping up and shouting and leaping, I just I had some questions. <coughs> But the more I get into my relationship with God, the more I grow in Him, the more I understand why it's important to worship. I understood the concept. I understood we had to and He was worthy. And so I did. And God blessed me for it. Uh, But the the why and and the what what it does for me when I worship, How it blesses me. And i got to say, before I continue, um, some of those people that were jumping and shouting and dancing, I knew they were doing it for the wrong reason. They do this at the club, too. They just have an excuse to do it here at church. But there were others, I could tell, had an entirely different spirit. And that blessed me. Watching someone truly worship God blesses me. I love watching that. I love someone just weeping and, and lifting their hands, dancing, jumping, whatever however it is that they express themselves that blesses me when it's done in that spirit <coughs> and so the what worship does for me what worship uh what worship does for God <coughs> I'm beginning to understand more and more uh why does he require worship of us? Why is that so important? Why does he Why does he want my tithes and offerings? He doesn't need the money. <clears throat> he doesn't need me to tell him how great he is. But there's a dynamic there that that becomes that gets established in the tithes and offerings and in the worship and praise. And more specifically, when my family and I came here and God laid it on my heart to start talking about warfare and, and spiritual battles. And, and I very quickly became engaged in that spiritual battle. Um, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> training is good, the Parker. But there's no training like the real thing. Uh, you get good quick or you, you die. I guess, is, is, uh, is, is how that works. Kind of like getting thrown into the deep end of the pool and swim or sink. <laughs> it's up to you. What do you mean it's up to me? I can just choose? <laughs> I just choose to swim? Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Anyway, uh, I'm realizing in my personal life the importance of worship and praise. The importance of, of uh, this concept. And I have preached a lot of messages here since, my, since we've been here on war and battle and counting the cost and paying the price and, and all of these things. And I believe that every one of them was from God. Otherwise, I wouldn't have preached them. But I was glad preparing this message. Because today I want to talk about the victory that we have in Jesus Christ. The victory that we have. God has truly wrought victories in each of our lives. As Christians, you know, we feel sometimes like we're defeated, like we failed. Uh, We do fail from time to time, but we're never defeated. We're never defeated unless we decide to give up. Uh, But then that's on us. But in Jesus Christ, we will never experience defeat. We will never truly experience failure. All we can have in Jesus Christ is victory, is raging success. Now, we don't feel like that all the time. I'll grant you that. We don't feel in our hearts like we're having these victories after victories after victories. Sometimes we feel like we've been defeated. Sometimes we feel like the enemy has got the best of us. But be encouraged this morning. You have not been defeated. You have not experienced failure if you'll get up and keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. He has purchased the victory for us. The victory isn't ours. And it's not dependent on what I do per se. I need to stay submitted to God. I need to follow His will and His plan for my life. I need, to, I need to keep in obedience to Him. That's my job. That's my responsibility. is to stay submitted. To stay obedient. But after that, it's up to God. We do what we can, and God takes it from there. Kind of like I was t- telling you about Bible studies. I didn't feel like I was having a lot of success teaching Bible studies. But that's not my job. My job is to be faithful in teaching Bible studies. That's my responsibility. God's not going to teach the Bible study. That's my responsibility. And I'm not going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. That's God's responsibility. We work together. We work together on this. And so, we have our responsibilities, and as long as we're taking care of those... It's up to God to take care of the rest. We have victory in Jesus Christ. Has God subdued any enemies under you since you've served God? I would dare say He has for all of us. Some you remember. Maybe some you don't. But God has subdued the enemy under your feet. Genesis 22 and 17 says that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. That was part of the Abrahamic covenant. But according to Hebrews, that's ours today as well. We are part of the Abrahamic Covenant today. We will possess the gate of our enemies too. Genesis 49 and 8 says, Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Now that sounds like a weird promise to give to a child of God. What about humility? What about servanthood? My neck is going to be on my enemy. People will bow down to me. That's an interesting promise. And that's our promise today. God's God's foot is on the neck of our enemy. We have an enemy. I hope we all know that by now. (laughs) And that enemy is relentless and he's incessant. But our God is more powerful. And He has purchased the victory for us. His foot is on the enemy's neck. And that is our victory today. We don't have to fear the enemy. We don't have to get nervous when he comes knocking. We don't have to get all worried when he starts speaking to us. We have authority over him. We have the victory over him already in Jesus Christ. It's ours. Leviticus 26, 7 and 8 says, Ye shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase in an hundred, and in an hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight. And your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. This is Old Testament, church. These are Old Testament promises, but they're ours today. They concern our enemy, not the Philistines, our enemy is spiritual. Our enemy is Satan and his minions. But five of you will chase a hundred. The enemy cannot stand up against you. He cannot stand up against you. Psalm 18:36 through40 says, "Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, that my feet did not slip. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn again till they were consumed. I have wounded them that they were not able to rise. They are fallen under my feet. For thou hast girded me with strength unto the battle. Thou hast subdued under me those that rose up against me. Thou hast also given me the necks of mine enemies, that I might destroy them that hate me. Now again, we're not talking about people. We're talking about spirits. We're talking about institutions. Spiritual institutions that we come against every day that seek to come against the church of God every day. But we have the victory this morning. We have the victory in Jesus Christ. When we come against the enemy, He cannot stand. When the enemy comes against us, He cannot prosper. He cannot defeat you. It is an impossibility. Can He defeat God? then He can't defeat you either. Because we are in Him, and He in us. We identify with Jesus Christ. And He has given us the victory today. Psalm 3 and 7 says, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For Thou hast smitten all Thine enemies upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. He has taken the power away from the enemy. The enemy has no power against you. He has no authority to rise up against you. None. Except what you give him. So don't give him any. Problem solved. Don't give him any authority over you. Micah 7 and 8 says, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. We cannot be defeated. What has God given you victory over since you started walking with Him? What has He given you victory over? Has He healed your body or your mind? Has He calmed your emotions, your nerves? Has He healed a relationship? Solved issues at work? Given you freedom from addictions? Saved a lost loved one? Has He forgiven you of your sins? Has he restored your relationship with God? Yes, he has. I've been seeking for him my whole life. And so have you. And he purchased. He purchased me the way through so that I could have a relationship with Him, so that I could speak with Him, feel His presence, hear His voice, so that I could come into His presence at any time, at any place. I could read His Word and He would speak to me. I could understand it. The very Word of God. Do you understand what He's given us? The blessings that we enjoy of Him every single day. What we have to be thankful for. We have never experienced defeat in Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians 2.14 says, Now thanks be unto God which always causeth us to triumph in Christ. Not sometimes. Not for the most part, but always. Always causeth us to triumph in Christ. And maketh manifest the savor of His knowledge by us in every place. We can rejoice today and every day in the God of our salvation. It doesn't matter how we're feeling at the moment. Feelings come and go. I get feelings. I feel despondent sometimes. I feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm failing God. I'm failing you. I'm failing my family. We all feel that way from time to time. But in Jesus Christ, we're experiencing victory. Always. We are experiencing victory in Him. Isaiah 61 and 10 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For He hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. We are a blessed people. The relationship that we have with Him. What He has given us in salvation. I can't begin to express to God how thankful I am. Maybe because I don't fully understand yet what He's given me, what He's done for me. I will someday. But what I do understand overwhelms me. What I do understand about God, what I do understand about what He's done for me, It's like a deluge coming against me. Drowning me. Habakkuk 3.18 says, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. We have so much to be thankful for, church. If we have nothing else in this world, we have so much to be thankful for. And one of the enemy's tactics, and he's good at it, is to get our eyes off of what God has given us and what God has done for us, onto what we don't have. Get your eyes back onto what He has done, what He has given you. It is so huge. Everything that He has given, everything that He's done for us, the few things that we lack, we don't need. We don't need it. Otherwise, God would have given it. The army always says that. If I'd have needed a wife, they'd have issued me one. (laughs) If we need something, God's going to issue it to you. If you don't need it, well, you can still ask for it. Maybe he'll give it. Maybe he won't. He'll give you every good gift. Every perfect gift. He'll give you everything you need. He'll give you the desires of your heart if you'll seek after Him. The desires of our heart ought to reflect His desires. They ought to reflect His burden, His passion. And when our heart reflects His heart, He will most certainly give you the desires of your heart. He will most certainly do that for you. When your prayers reflect His burden and His will, you're going to see answered prayers all over the place. Our lives reflect victory. Our lives reflect success. God created you for nothing less than to be victorious. God doesn't create failures. He didn't create you so that you could wallow in failure and defeat. That's not His children. That's not His family. He doesn't wallow in defeat. He's never been defeated. He never will be. And neither will you if you stay in Him. Let's all stand. Praise God. We have ought to be thankful for this morning. We have ought to worship God for this morning. As we come to the altar this morning, let's come worshiping. Let's come to the altar. Let's come praising and thanking God because He has wrought wondrously in our lives. He has wrought victory in each of our lives. You may not feel like it at the moment. You may not feel it at present. You may have come into this place feeling like you've been defeated. But you haven't been. You're not defeated. Not in Jesus Christ. God cannot be defeated. He cannot experience defeat. It's impossible. We learned this morning that He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's perfect. He's immutable. He cannot be defeated. And you, the child of God, must experience victory in Him. You can't experience anything else. If you want to be defeated, then leave leave your relationship with Jesus Christ. And I promise you, you will be. You will be defeated if you leave your relationship with Him. But as long as you're in Jesus Christ... As long as you're a child of God, you cannot be defeated. You must always be victorious. Feelings come and go. Emotions come and go. We don't walk by feeling. We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Our faith is in Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to worship God because He has brought us victory. He has purchased the victory for us. Amen. Let's lift our hands. Let's lift our hearts. Let's lift our voices unto the Lord God of hosts. Because He is victorious. And because He is victorious, so are we. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You are the God of our salvation. And we rejoice in You today. We rejoice today in the God of our salvation. The God who has purchased our victory for us. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. You are altogether victorious in this world. You have been. You are. You always will be victorious. And because you are victorious, we have victory in you today. I pray for those right now within the sound of my voice who are feeling like they have been defeated, who are feeling like they have failed you. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, that you would relieve them of that feeling that they would work through that feeling and stand upon Scripture, that they would stop listening to the voice of the enemy, that they would stop listening to their own hearts and start listening to You. Help us to listen to Your voice. Help us to stand upon Your Word. Your Word is true altogether. Hallelujah, Jesus. Your Word only is true. And Your Word says that we have victory. Your Word says that we are a success in You. Your word says that we live from victory to victory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you this morning. We thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for each and every victory that you have brought in our lives. We thank you, Lord, for deliverance from sin. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for victory over sin and addictions. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have healed our bodies and our minds. That you have delivered us from emotional distress. That you have delivered us from fear and from doubt. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you have saved our loved ones. That you have delivered them. Hallelujah, Jesus. That you have brought deliverance and victory and revival to the city and to this county. I'm claiming it in Jesus' name. It is already a spiritual certainty. It is a spiritual certainty. I declare it in the physical, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Those things that we're still struggling with, those things that we're still warring over, give us the victory there as well, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray. Hallelujah, Jesus. As we continue to walk with you, as we continue to serve you, we have victory in Jesus Christ. You purchased the victory at Calvary. You purchased the victory for us on the cross. Where you once and for all defeated Satan. Where you once and for all crushed his head. Hallelujah, Jesus. If he would have known, he would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But he was altogether ignorant. Hallelujah. And he was signing his own death warrant by putting you on the cross. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are our victory. You are our salvation. You are our strength and our light and our hope and our joy and our peace. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are our all in all. You are our exceeding great reward. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us victory this morning and always. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are our King. You are our God, our Savior. There is none else. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You guys know a song, Come Let Us Sing, Let Us Rejoice.
2: You know that song? Let's sing that this morning. I'll do my best and you do your best. Amen. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Messiah's come, and he brought life, and he put laughter into my soul. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Messiah's come, and he brought life, and he put laughter into my soul. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Come, let us sing, let us rejoice. Messiah's come and he brought life and he put laughter into my soul. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. For God is great, and greatly to be praised. God is great, and greatly to be praised. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. For God is great and greatly to be praised. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus.
1: Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship and we praise you. We have